the gospel as recorded by Matthew, Matthew chapter 14. Amen. Thank God for Lady Clark looking as good as she want to look. Amen. 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 Good day. Amen. As always, we honor and thank God for you. Amen. And for the women of this church because uh, you all are growing and you don't uh, see it because you're looking at numbers and success is not proven by numbers. Mm -hmm. Success is not proven by numbers because, you know, uh, things can grow and not be healthy. Thus for is an abscess. It's growth, but it ain't healthy. Mm? It makes your jaw swole. So, and then for the men of God, come on, sisters, let's give all the brothers here a hand. Thank God for the men. Amen. Thank God for the men, the brothers that are here. And we pray that something is said today to make your day a little more Christ-like. All right. The title of this series is called I'm Working on Some Things. I'm working on some things. And if you're ever going to be all that God wants you to be, has designed uh, and desires for us to be, if you're honest, you need to work on some things. Yes, Amen? Yes, Come on. You got to work on you. You got to work on how you deal with people. You got to work on your patience. You got to work on priorities. Just a number of things we will cover in this series. And I want to start today. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to use this as my subtitle, but the Lord made that so clear. This morning as I was getting ready, there was some things I didn't have in place I wanted to have in place. And then I get down uh, stairs in the house to make the CDs for today and the machine was acting up. And then I get here and I try to get all uh, uh, fancied up, you know, to come on out. And I put the uh, lapel on and it snagged my sweater. I said, oh, Lord. It's just, it's just, you ever had anybody ever meet, ever had them kind of days where everything that can go wrong is go wrong. Deacon Thorpe, your hands should have been way up high. When it, Cause when it can go wrong, no, that's my friend. And many times he's come to get me and 95% of the time, he's right there. He could tell you something always happens before he gets to me. And I'm like, why you? Anybody ever feel like it's always me? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I want to help you today. I want to help you today. This morning, uh, we want to preach uh, from the subject, I'm working on some things. Subtitle, Patience. My God, my God. Repeat after me. I'm working, I'm working. On, my on my patience. No, I'm really, I'm really. Working, working on my patience. Because if the Lord don't keep me, somebody going to feel me. You heard me? Come on, let's be honest. If the Lord don't keep me, Somebody going to feel something. You ever had somebody on your very last nerve? And then watch this. You make the mistake, Pop, and speaking this. If one more thing, please don't say that. Please stop because there's one more thing coming. So you got to work on your patience. And we've learned that patience means to wait with the right attitude. That's what it means. If I'm going to be patient, I got to wait with the right attitude. But then also understanding patience, you've got to understand this fact. That patience cannot be developed, watch this, without pressure. Stop praying. Lord, remove the pressure. Because patience is developed in pressure. Watch me. Just stay with me. And so we have to learn as believers how to be patient. Watch this. Not only with people, not only with ourselves. Here we go. But with God. Because I don't know if you know this, but God ain't in no rush to do nothing. Even when it comes to correcting you. Okay, let's go to Genesis. When Adam and Eve messed up, God comes walking. Not running. 
Not upset throwing things. No, no, no. He's God. And he, he can do anything. And he comes walking in the cool of the day. Because he's patient. He's trying to teach us that. All right, let's uh, look at the scripture. If you don't have a Bible, raise your hand. We'll get one to you. We do put them on the screen, but I love the pages turning. Um, and if you're using your uh, smartphones or devices, please make sure you put them on silence because sometimes you have to go through too much to get to where you're trying to go. Anybody other than me? Come on, you turn that phone on and alert to pop up and notifications. Now you're distracted from going to the scripture. All right, stay with me now. All right, Sister J, I'm going to need you to be alert because I'm going to do some flipping, you know, because I don't tell you all the stuff. I can't give you all my secrets. All right, here we go. <laughs> From New King James Version. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. He made them go. He didn't ask them. He didn't say, hey, guys, how y'all feeling, man? What you think about? No, no, no. He made them commanded him all right verse 23 and when he had sent them the multitudes away Rodney he went up on the mountain by himself to pray got the people gone got my disciples in the boat I'm going to mountains to pray now when evening came watch it he was alone there who's alone Jesus where in the mountains praying verse 24 but the boat was now in the middle of the sea let the church say middle yeah. tossed by the waves for the wind was contrary now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them doing what? They're in a storm and Jesus don't come rushing. Oh, I got to get my boys there. Walking on the sea. Watch it. Jump down to verse 33 for me, Sister J. Verse 33. The very last verse. Watch this now. Brother Marcus, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. Watch this now. Then those who were in the boat and that was who? The disciples. Come on, I need your minds. Then those who were in the boat was who? Disciples. Came and what? But I don't, I don't want to get caught up on them worshiping. That's fine. Listen to what they say. Truly, you are the son of God. What you mean truly you are? I thought y'all knew that. Can I help you? Apparently they didn't know him like you thought. Oh, I wish I had somebody say, you don't know me like you think you know me. I think I got a witness right there. Let me stay there, Deacon Black, for just a minute. You don't know me like you think you know me. And the proof that you don't know me like you think you know me, when you do something that rubs me the wrong way, I'm going to tell you, you must not know. And the strength of that is only seen when you go through stuff with people, even when you go through stuff with God. Now, let me share this with you. First of all, I want to tell you that God is going to test your patience. And in order to do that, he's got to put you in predicaments and assign situations to your life that will be challenging. But I need to give you what the disciples learned after this that we need to learn today. I'm going to give you two reasons you cannot quit. This is too good. Two reasons you, my brother, my sister, Regardless of your age, whatever you're dealing with, I'm going to give you two reasons you cannot quit. So, Sergeant, I didn't say you don't feel like it. I didn't say you don't want to. I said you cannot quit. Yeah. First reason, number one. Because where you are 
you have been divinely directed. Oh, you ain't ready for me. You ain't ready for me today. You ain't ready for me today. You ain't ready for me. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. You ain't going to see him coming. Watch this now. Watch this now. Because see, what we do, Pop Clark, is we get so familiar with scripture, we miss what God is trying to teach us. You know, you just read it and read. Okay. But these are men, watch this, who are sent by Jesus. Oh, boy. Who are sent by Jesus in a boat in a storm. Now, they don't know the storm coming, but they're in a boat. Guess where they're? <laughs> they're in familiar territory because they're fishermen. Woo, woo. A storm comes in familiar territory on the water, in the sea, a place they're familiar with. I think I'm talking to some people today, and you're in a storm, and it's in a place you're comfortable at. It's in a familiar place. They're in the middle of the sea and they're in a storm in a place they're familiar with. Something they know how to do. They're fishermen. They've seen storms before. But they're in something in a familiar place, a place that's comfortable. And here comes a storm that they did not know was coming. They didn't get a forecast. There was no meteorologist. A storm comes without warning. What do you do when a storm comes and you ain't prepared? No storm warning. Now, isn't it ironic? My mom and dad are here, Katrina survivors. Storm comes, and Jesus didn't tell them this, so they're just following his directions. Watch it now. So you can't quit because you've been divinely directed. They've been divinely directed. Jesus told them to do this. Uh (laughs) Let me just mess you up. Do you know sometimes you're going to have some difficult experiences and it's because you did the right thing. Do you know sometimes bad things could happen even when you're doing what's right? Oh, I know you didn't believe that, huh? You thought because you're a Christian, every time you do something, something good, supposed to, uh-uh-uh-uh. you still live in a world, you can do right and still experience bad. You ever told the truth and got in trouble for telling the truth? And your good friends say, why you have to hope in your mouth? Really, what they're saying is they wanted you to lie. But you've been divine. These boys are, oh, Jesus. We got to get video. We got to get video. Watch this. Somebody going to catch that in the spirit. We got to start doing video. Watch this. This is the boat. That's the sea. Watch me, son. I got to get there. I didn't ask to go there. Somebody told me to go there. They didn't say I might make it there. They said I'm getting there. So when I get in here, all I've got to do is focus on I'm going there. Amen. I'm going there. So I follow directions. I'm in the boat and I'm going there. Now, on my way there, here comes a storm. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm tripping. I'm doing just what he said. I'm moving because he told me I'm going to the other side. Watch this now. I've been divinely directed. I can't quit. He directed me to go here. I'm just doing what he said. Watch this. And sometimes when you do what he said, people will be mad for you doing what he said. You ever been told to do something? Let's let's go back to when you was kids. Your mom, your dad told you to do something. And your brother said, why are you doing that? Say, mama told me to do it. I don't believe. I don't care whether you believe it. That's what I was told to do. 
And some people will be mad at you for doing what you're supposed to do because they didn't do it when they were supposed to. So you're going to get the fruit of your labor. All right. You can't quit because you've been divinely directed. Number two, just reasons why you can't quit. Because you're too invested in it to quit. I've come this far. Look where the disciples are. They're in the middle of the sea. I'm too far to turn around. Woo! And I'm too close to quit. Who am I talking to? And you stuck, Brother Cecil, in the middle of something. And Satan would play in your mind and say, now look, look where you at. You ought to quit. No, because I've got too much invested. I'm talking to somebody and you quaint, you can't quit the marriage. You put in too much time, too much work. You can't give up on the child. You put too much in them. You can't give up on the job. Even if it don't look right, you've invested. You've been there too long. You commuted too many hours. You paid too much gas money. Your nerves got wrecked off. I'm too invested to quit. Watch it now, because that ain't where I'm trying to go. I'm too invested to quit. Now, what I want to share with you today, I just wanted to let you know why you can't quit. They're in the middle. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, they're in the middle. Now, Jesus comes at the fort watch. The Romans had time set up with four watches. First watch, help me, Holy Spirit, was from 6 p.m. to 9. That's one. Second watch was from 9 to 12. That's two, Brother Frank. Then the third watch was from uh, 12 to 3. The fourth watch was from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. The darkest time. They're in the middle, mama, and Jesus comes at the darkest time. Wait, wait, wait. I read this but never saw this before. Lady Clark, so now they've been in here in the sea for at least Nine hours with no Jesus. What do you do, cousin? New bride, what do you do? What do you do when you're waiting on Jesus? It's been nine hours. Cousin Kim, it's been nine hours. And they're in the middle. What do you do when it's Jesus you're waiting on? It ain't other people. It ain't even you. It's Jesus. Let me give you three principles and tell you how to be patient, what you can do. Amen? Amen. Now, again, the question on the floor, what do I do when I'm waiting on Jesus? Now, some things you know he's always on time. Don't feel like it. But you're waiting. You, come on, we're all in the boat. We're disciples, and we're in the middle of the sea. Here's the first thing, and I pray this blesses you. You've got to learn right now, and I'm talking to somebody, and you're at that point in your life, and you feel stuck. You're not quite where you want to be, but you're further than you used to be. Hmm. And people complaining, because they say, when you going to do And you stuck. You tried everything in your power mm, to get there, but you stuck. And you're doing the right thing. You come into church, you praying, you giving your money, you being faithful. What do you do? Because, see, we understand stuff happens when you're wrong. But when you're right, what do you do? When you're the only one in the house praying and everybody else just good timing and watching TV. and You praying on their behalf. Mm. 
You're trusting God for things to get better and it seemed to be getting worse. What do you do when you're stuck? Right in the middle. Now I'm rocking because it's like a rocking chair. Woo! Watch me, sis, because I got motion, but no productivity. I didn't tell y'all, I was born to do this. Watch this now, I'm just, got a lot of motion, but I ain't going nowhere. I'm on the treadmill of life, and I could be losing weight, but I ain't going nowhere. What do you do? Here's the first thing you gotta do. You ready for it? Here we go, Sister Whitney. You've got to learn, number one, come on, sis. Learn to appreciate whew, your progress in the process. Learn to appreciate the fact that I may not be where I want to be, but I ain't where I used to be. Oh, God. We miss out because we don't celebrate the fact that I'm not there no more. We focus on we're not there yet. It's not about where you're not yet. It's where you come from. It's what you've been through. You've made it this far. You've made progress. Celebrate your progress because you're still in process. You complaining. I'm right here, though. And I've come this far. Just this far. Sister Felicia, just this far. I'm not there yet, but I've come just this far based upon what he said. I got in the boat. And Sister Topaz, I simply OSI. Or I obeyed simple instruction. And I'm right here. And I ain't going to complain. Because it could be worse. Okay, let me, let, me, let me show you how to appreciate your progress in the process. You may not have the job you want, but you got a job. Watch it, watch it, watch it. You started with no job. Come on, black, help me. You started with no job. At least I got a job. I may not have the house I want. But I'm living in my apartment. I don't have to live with my parents no more. I don't have to beg nobody to take care of me. I'm celebrating my progress. Come on. I, I, I want the new car. And I, but you know what? This hoop to get me to where I need to go. It's small and it may not look nice, but it's cheap on gas. I'm celebrating. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I appreciate my progress in the process. Come on. Glory to God. I ain't mad at what you got. So what you pass me up? You probably passed me up because you was on a speedboat and I'm on a rowboat, but that's okay. See, because your speedboat, you depending on your boat. I'm depending on the one who told me to get here. And listen, it ain't about, oh God. It ain't about getting that fast. It is about getting there. Because I've discovered, Brother Marcus, rushing can lead to ruin. I'm going, Lola, I'm going to celebrate my progress. I don't cuss as much as I used to. Celebrate. Oh, I wish I had some real folk. Because if you knew me, uh, if you knew me a little while back, I would read you up, down, left, and right, cuss like a sailor, a thug, and anybody else. I got a degree in cussing, got four letters, five letters. I even make up some. Celebrate! 
Come on, I'm talking to somebody. Celebrate the progress. Celebrate the progress. No, I'm not as good as you, but I'm the best of me I can be. I'm celebrate the progress. I'm in process. That means I ain't finished. So I need to be excited about the fact that he ain't finished with me and I'm not done. If you here today, you survive more than a lot of people. You ain't done. Listen, celebrate the progress in the process because you ain't done. And if you celebrate, watch this, you won't become undone. That's where they are. They're right there in the middle. Look at your neighbor and say they're in the middle. Wind's blowing. It's rough. Storm is raging, but I'm, I ain't here no more. And you got to be careful because sometimes people will see you stuck and tell you to quit while you stuck. But if you just remember I made it this far on his word, then all I got to do is trust in his word to take me further. See, it's moments. Shameful plug, but moments. You've got to celebrate moments. Do you realize life is short? Listen, you don't realize how short life is until you realize you're getting closer to the end. Oh, boy. I got young people in here. Come on. Go back to when you was 15, 16. Oh, you'd like to stay out all night. Hmm? Sneak out. 18, you ready to party. Oh, I ain't going to look at nobody, but now you're older. And you're trying to hold it the way you used to hold it when you was young. But your mind and your body ain't on the same page. Because your mind said, turn up. Your body said, turn it down, turn it down. And come on, if you're like me, you got a certain button. And your life is like, it's like a thermostat. When it reaches a certain point, boy, I wish I had a witness. Your body tells your mind, now right now, we about to shut this thing down. I don't care how loud it is, how much fun you having. Woo, girl. Woo, yeah. Work, work it, work it, work it. You, you better get one for me, drop it for me. There you go. I ain't gonna leave, but I can't do that. Oh, see, some of you can't say nothing because you're feeling the aftermath of that now. But listen, you've got to understand some stuff I just can't do no more. But celebrate what you can do. Hmm. You may, you, you may not be able to pick it up, so that don't mean you can't drop it. You drop it, you can't pick it up. So you know what you need? You just make sure you're smart. Psychology. Tell your kids, pick that up for me. Just look straight ahead. My dad right here, he was notorious. Son, come get me the remote. Get you the remote. Now watch how ironic it is. He's sitting next to somebody who has mastered that. We're in the same room watching the same program. And she said, babe. I said, huh? Right next to her. Where's Joe? Well, we both know Josiah's not here where we are. Watch how she She said, so babe. Tell Joe, come here. Now help me if I'm wrong. We're in the same space. In the same bed, watching the same program. And she says, Bear, I said, huh? 
She said, tell Joe, come here. Well, I'm trying to show a little sympathy on Joe. I said, I get it, what you want? She said, no. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> come on, you feel me? I want Joe. <laughs> come on, mom, you know I go, and when you're serious about it, you'll say something, you'll be descriptive. I want him to bring his long leg self in here. <laughs> And Joe know how protocol Joe. Joe go, I said, Joe, he said, huh? <laughs> I said, Nano won't you? He said, huh? <laughs> now she upset because he hadn't come. She said, see, babe, that's what I'm talking about. Tell him I said. So she's employing two people now. <laughs> so I'm yelling. She chilling. Joe take his good time and come. Joe, get me some socks out. <laughs> Where my son at? He know I ain't lying. Now watch, watch, watch. Now he, he know I ain't lying. He know I ain't lying because he's a graduate of the same school. <laughs> and he's graduated so well that when he was at the house and his son was there, my grandson, Lil Ronnie, go see. <laughs> you see how we... we <laughs> Progress, you got to... <laughs> You got to learn to appreciate the progress. Number two. Oh, wait, wait, stop right there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now, here's, here's, here's something I want you to think about. Reverend Hall, I never saw this before. What are they doing for nine plus hours without Jesus? Next point, number two. We have to understand, ooh, watch me, watch me, watch me. Ooh, Reverend Weldon Ward, watch this. There is a connection. Watch this now. There is a connection, you know how you say the full name like you really want to? <laughs> you know you're in trouble when your mama call you a full name. There is a connection, here's your second principle. There's a connection between prayer and practice. Don't miss it. Watch me, Hall. There's a connection between prayer and practice. Give me the verse. Watch this. Oh, you're spoiling me. Watch this. Verse 23 says, and when he sent the multitudes away, he went up on a mountain by himself to pray. Now evening came and he was there alone. They're here. They hadn't gotten there yet. They passed that. They ain't focusing on their past. See, that's our problem. See, watch this. Because you can focus on your past, and although you're not physically there, your mind will be there, and it'll keep you from going where you need to go. You know how it go. Okay. You stuck in the middle. You said, child, you know, things used to be better when I had. You remember when I had. Then you start calling people who remember you back in the day, although that's not today, it's back in the day, because you want other people to know how you used to get down, because you can't get down like that no more. 
Girl, you remember what? Mm-hmm, girl, and you was bad too. You was. <laughs> Say, bro, you remember when I came in there and your boy said, yeah, that was you, Doc. You was on it. <laughs> My challenge for all of those who like to go down memory lane, show me how you do now, though. Let me see now, you know, because you, you in the middle. Yeah. You can't see, because if you keep talking about it, you keep thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And although you can't go back to it, you'll be so focused on how good it used to be, you never celebrate where you are. That's why it's called a past for a reason. Why don't you just leave it where it's at? Watch the connection, he said. So, whoo, Jesus is on a mountain praying. Now, the Bible Dr. J, don't tell us what he's saying. The Bible don't tell us what Jesus praying. But I'd like to believe, Brother Tracy, that Jesus is praying in all the words he's saying for the disciples. Because he knows they're going to encounter the storm. He knows they're stuck in the middle. And he doesn't come to them until the fourth watch. And Jesus is praying for them. And sometimes you need to just settle on the fact of this, that Jesus is praying for me. Why do you think you made it through all you made it through? How do you think you made it through all the hell you've been, all the recovery, all the deliverance? How do you think you made it this far? Jesus was praying for you. And Jesus was touching the hearts of your mama, your daddy, your brothers, and sisters, those who knew the Lord to pray for you, even when you didn't have the, the common sense to pray for yourself. Come on, that song is true. Somebody prayed for me. Kept me on their mind, huh? And because I was on their mind, they took time to pray for me. And you ought to be glad they prayed. I know I'm glad they prayed. The only reason you here, because somebody, so parents, let me put you at ease. Your children may be doing stuff you don't like, you don't understand, and you don't even know, but pray for them. Because prayer can do what no power can do. Prayer can reach, prayer can reach across the seas. Prayer can reach in other countries. Prayer can do what no other power can do. And we're feeling powerless because we don't pray enough. Jesus is our living example. Now those boys are in the middle of the sea. And here Jesus is on a mountain praying by himself. They've got to be wondering, where's Jesus? For nine plus hours, they're on the sea. With no Jesus. What do you do? First of all, you've got to appreciate your progress in the process. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. neighbor. I may not be, I may not be. where I want to be, be, but I'm a whole lot further than where I used to be. And I'm closer to where I'm going. From the what was woo, to the not yet. Yeah. It's a bridge. Yeah. Come on, can I tell you about the middle? You know some of the best things happen in the middle. Yeah. Jesus died in the middle. Yeah. In between two thieves, he died in the middle. Yeah. Whenever you learn an equation in school, whenever you learn an equation in school, watch this. They give you a problem plus a problem yeah. equals something. Whatever it is in the middle, that can change. And whatever's in the middle, whoo, 
changes the answer. Oh, God. If it's multiplication, it changes. Because one times one, watch this, is not the same as one plus one. What makes the difference? What's in the middle? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm in the middle. Bridget. And every time you're in the middle, you've got to make sure you got the right people in your boat. Because you got to have somebody in your boat. Now, we don't know what they were saying, but we do know this. Whatever they were saying, they did not quit. So I'd like to believe there's somebody in the boat who's saying we can't quit now. And just like that, Weldon Ward, there's somebody in the boat who's saying, man, we ought to just go ahead and. Anybody got friends like that? Come on, they're ready to throw in the towel before the second round? Man, he eating hard. It's a fight. It's supposed to be some hard hitting. Watch this now. There's a connection between prayer and what? Practice. Now watch this. While Jesus is praying, whoo. While Jesus is praying and he's not in their presence, what are they doing for nine and a half hours? Nine plus hours. Because he doesn't come to the fourth watch. Watch this. The fourth watch is between three and six. So we don't know if that's at three, at four, at five, at six. But he comes at the fourth watch. What are they doing? They're doing what you and I should be doing. You ready for it? Look at the text. All right. Now, let's go. Yeah. No, 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 not that one, not that one. Oh, you get an answer too quick. No, not that one. Watch this. <laughs> Go back. Go back to verse, uh, all right. Give, give, me the whole, give me the whole thing again. Watch this. I want you all to see this. All right, here we go. 25. All right, here we go. Now, uh, but the boat was in the middle of the sea, Tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the water. Verse 26. Watch this. And when the disciples saw him they, on the sea, they were troubled, saying it's a ghost, but they cried out for fear. Watch this. The whole time, Jesus is not there. Before he comes, guess what they're doing? They're rowing. They're rowing. Now, see, you got to look at, uh, look at it in John and look at it in Mark because they give us that. Watch this. They are in the middle rowing. Watch what they're not doing. They're not pouting. They're not pointing fingers. They're rowing. Here's our problem. We have to understand this. Watch this. Jesus is praying, and you ought to just keep practicing. Practicing what? What you know until he tells you what else to do. They are rowing. Rowing, you can't do with your feet. Rowing is what you do with your hands. That means it requires work. Some of us are not experiencing God's best because we're too lazy. We don't want work. We don't want sweat. You want to buy a house? Clean up your credit. That's rowing. Come on. You want to buy a house? You got to clean up your credit. That's rowing. 
That's work. You want your marriage to better? Be better put in the time. That's rowing. It requires work. You want to lose weight? Stay away from fast food, greasy food, fried food. That requires work. You got to keep rolling. You want your health to be better? Stop all that drinking, smoking, and all that other stuff. Rolling. Rolling. Hey! Son, son, this blew me away. Watch this. This blew me away. They're in the boat. Storm is coming. And they're not praying. The problem with us, prayer fixes everything. Jesus says, faith without works. You can pray all day. I'm going to keep. Well, you need to come to us as church because we lay hands and speak in tongues. You had that. I'm going to keep. Well, you know, we got delivery service. Good. You go get delivered. I'm going to keep. And keep. See, the thing is, we've got to be willing to work. While we wait, we want everything easy. So you go from church to church looking for somebody to put their hands on you and somebody to speak life into you. Watch this. And you listen to people say, money coming, money coming. I'm speaking money. You Listen, money coming to thee that work it. Money coming, money coming. No, money ain't coming nowhere. You getting all the lines you want. You can speak it till you turn blue in the face. Money coming to thee that work it. Let me give you Bible. Man, no work. I'm going to Bishop John John Church. They got miracle service. I'm going to get delivered from this thing. I'm going to get my money. I'm going to do two steps and a turnaround. My deliverance is going to be, I'm going to be made whole in Jesus' name. You go ahead. I'm going to keep and keep. Because I know sooner or later I'm going to get to where I got to get to because it's rowing that got me this far. Look at your next neighbor. Stop talking. Stop being worried. Keep rowing. That means you're working. That's your word for this week. I'm rowing. Girl, what you doing over there? I'm rowing. I'm reading my Bible. I'm praying. I'm going to church. That's all you do? Yep, I'm rowing because I'm trying to get somewhere. Playtime is over. Party time is over. I'm trying to get somewhere. I've got too much ground to cover. I've come from that. I'm trying to get to this, so I got to keep rowing. Them boys ain't pointing a the finger. They're working. Jesus praying. They're practicing what they know, rowing. Where are my workers at? Oh, God, I'm believing you for a miracle. I'm believing you for a new car. I'm believing you for a good man. I'm believing you for a good woman. Do some work. Learn how to possess your body. Take care of your temple. Keep things closed that should be closed. Oh, I wish the Lord sent me a good man. Then be a good woman. I wish the Lord sent me a good woman. Then be a good man. Be responsible. Take care of you until they come. Amen, somebody. Learn some discipline. You going everywhere looking for a man. No, the Bible don't even tell you to look. I wish I had a Bible reader. 
he that findeth a wife, he, 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 not she, he that findeth a wife. The picture, the, the, the purpose of that is he's going about what he's supposed to do and he finds it as a result of doing what he got to do. He ain't looking, he working and he finds it. You ever lost something and you didn't find it till you were doing something else? You said, oh, here it go. Come on, look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, all week, keep rowing. You need a job? Fill out applications. That's rowing. Lady Clark, because if they stop rowing, watch this, and start praying, they're going to sink. Well, you know what? You know what? I think we need you to pray. Man, we're in the middle of the sea. Pray later. Work now. See, because we get so spiritual about that. Ooh, I'm going to believe the Lord that the power of his spirit, I'm commanding the Lord. You can't command. I'm commanding money. You can't put no commands. That's foolish. Okay, look at your wallet, your person. I command money to be in there. Yeah, that's what Bishop John John said. Command money to be in there. Speak it. Speak money in there. Speak it, beloved. Speak it. Your tongue tied, your lips dry, and you still ain't got no. You better get you a Coke and have a smile, all that speaking. Speak it. Speak it. Speak it. Speak it. See, because we take stuff all out of context. I shall have what I speak. Speak Well, why you ain't got it yet? Because faith without works is there. You speaking, but you ain't seeking. So we got to remember, number one, we have to watch it now. Because I want you to make sure you get this. Write them down. Get the CD. Write it and get the CD. Let me tell you why. Because you follow along as you hear it. And anything you constantly hear in your mind going to come out your mouth. Why do you think you know all them songs? Because it's constantly in your it's coming out your mouth. Somebody make you mad. You say words to a song. Now that's just a song. <laughs> By the way, them folk don't live like that. That's a song. I said, that's a song. You wrapping your life around TV, a program. That's a script. You and your wife, you and your husband will not be the Cosbys. That's a script. You are not loving hip hop. Sana gives them people a script. And we getting all caught up and they fussing on the show and they're going to the bay together laughing. Girl, we did that thing. I did we do that thing. You like when I threw that water on you? Million plus followers on the script. You won't follow script? I give you a script. Follow it to the letter. Every single word. Everything it say. Study it. Practice it. Recite it. Know your lines. Look at you never say, neighbor, do you know your lines? Because if you know your lines, things will be fine. You don't know your lines. You messing up the play. You messing it up for me because you don't know your lines. That's why some things don't work in your life. You don't even know your lines. You're speaking everything but the word. Trouble coming in your life. You talking about what Lucia said to cook it. Forget that. Well, you know how Lucius Lucius out of his mind. He don't even know who he is yet. I ain't going to let that devil scale me. I'm ghost. Ghost is a character. <laughs> Talking 
talk about Cain ain't gonna shoot him. You better get the Lord. Look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. Appreciate the progress in the process. Neighbor. Understand there's a connection between prayer and practice. And this right here, baby, once I give you the point, y'all can just leave. I'm going to explain it, but if I just give you the point, this, this is it for you to leave right here. She showed a little advance, but that's all right. You need to know it. Come on, number three. Jesus will. Mm -mm. You missed your shout. You missed your shout. You missed your shout. Jesus will. Not might. Not thinking about it. Not contemplating it. Jesus will. Wait, 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 wait. Ernest, always. Oh, God, God. I don't care what it is. I don't care how bad it is. I don't care what you're going through. He will always show up. The question is, will you be ready when he show up? Mm. Could it be he has not shown up because you have yet to grow up? Watch it. Look at the text. Give me the scripture. Now, now, after rowing, after following instructions, during the storm, during the rain, the water beating against the boat, all that. Now, after all of that, at the darkest part of night, now, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them. While you panic, Jesus is cool as a cucumber. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. Jesus sees right where you are, sees what you're going through, knows how long you've been going through, know if you got yourself into trouble, and he will still show up. He comes at the fort watch. Now the question is, why didn't he come at the first watch? Because his time ain't your time. His ways ain't your ways. And for some of us, if he show up too early, we'll take the credit. See how I got out that thing? I just come right out that thing. That's how I do. I come out that thing like that. I don't take me no time. I come out thing. That's what I do. I come out stuff. They call me in and out. No, wait a minute. I'm going to leave that alone. But you got to. And you got those second watch people, you know, they can take a little bit. They can take a little more than average. Oh, girl, that's all right. A little pain. Ain't nothing wrong with no pain. Yeah, that ought to be all right. Come on, you a champ. Handle it. Hand you a bit. Come on, man. Man up, man. Handle it. Handle it. That's all right. You'll be all right. A lot of times people say that they're really crying inwardly, but they're telling you that. And we got to stop that in church. Stop coming here with the fake face. If you hurt, you hurt. This is the hospital. You don't fake you healed when you come to the hospital. That's the purpose of the hospital. I'm hurting. And listen, even if other people don't acknowledge it, everybody else, everybody else in here is hurting. Amen. Somebody need a Band-Aid. Come on. Somebody need a checkup. 
Come on, somebody needs surgery, somebody needs some x-rays, somebody needs a CAT scan, everybody needs something. But then the third watch. The third watch is those people who getting ready to give up, but they're waiting to hold on a little longer. Mm, well, he gonna come right about now. You know, they always, they, 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 they got Jesus on a personal timeline. He coming right about now. Girl, don't worry, your breakthrough coming right now, right now in the name of Jesus. See, and we got to get away from all that cliche stuff, you know. It's a new week. I'm going to be strong. I'm starting strong. Yeah, okay, but, you know, it's just Monday. You left church Sunday. You still got that little high from. You're still spiritually hungover. Now, please don't make me dig deep into the hungover. You know, you could be in church and be hungover. Amen, Bishop. See, I can't raise him too high. Praise him. Ooh, Lord. Girl, you feel like I feel? Girl, I'm tired too, but don't you? know, we can't let Bishop know because you know he put people on blast here. And I ain't in the church with all that. I came here to get my little word, get on out of here because I got to go home and get straight in the bed. Oh, girl, I got to go to bed. Oh! Don't get too excited. You spiritually hungover. You go to church. You go to work tomorrow. And you talk. Ooh, the church was good. Yeah, you still got that hangover from Sunday. But let Wednesday come. Right about that middle of the week, you know, hump day. You feeling like a slump day? You're like, oh Lord, Jesus. Ooh, when Friday coming? Oh, gee, ooh, ooh, I got to get some rest. Ooh, these people working my nerves. Now I ain't gonna give them all the work today. I know eight hours, but I got to pick up man, man at 4.30. I know we clock off at 5, but I'm leaving at 4.30. Girl, you going to take care of that? Take care of that for your girl. I appreciate it. <laughs> he comes at the fort watch. Watch this. And he comes walking on the sea. It's the darkest part of the night. Jesus waits till it gets its darkest before he shows up. Who am I talking to? And it, it's the fort watch. It's the fort watch. It's the fort watch. I mean, stuff is happening now that you never know. Stuff is happening in your body, in your mind. You feeling things. You thinking things. You ready to quit. And I want you to be encouraged. Jesus is on his way. He's always on time. He's always on time. He sees you. He's coming at the fort watch. Watch him at the fort watch. Now. That's the darkest. Satan is referred to as the prince of darkness. Jesus comes when the prince, when Satan is working as hard as Jesus shows up. Okay. Look at your name. Say neighbor. He will show up. 1055. Watch this. I'm going to close with this. Watch this. When them boys had gotten tired and were straining at ruin. Jesus comes to them walking on their problem. Look at you and say, neighbor, Jesus walking on what you worried about. You tripping, he traveling. You whining, he working. Don't trip. He got, he's coming and Dr. J, he walking. You know, one of the things uh, I like. I like, you know, and uh, I like about certain people, certain things about him. Like Denzel, I like his walk. Nobody else walks like the man. When you see him walk, you know that's him. 
right? And so just imagine, can you imagine anybody walking like Jesus? You're walking on water. I, I'm a walk on. Do you know that he has walked on some situations in your life? And nothing can drown him. Nothing can stop him. Here's, here's the point I want to make. Here's the point I want to make. Close. Here's it. This is it. 1056. Uh, <coughs> stories told about some men playing chess, right? It's a young guy and an older guy. And uh, so they've been going at it, one winning, one losing, turn for turn. And other people have been watching this. And so uh, the young guy, the whippersnapper, you know, he's like, well, man, you're about to go down. I'm sorry. Give me my 50 grand. I'm gone. Everybody, ooh. So the young boy make his move. Little did he know, the old man still had a one more move left. And when the old man makes the move, the young fella didn't see, see it. He said, checkmate. Here it is. You're looking, but you ain't listening. Watch this. No matter what Satan does in your life, God has always got one more move. One more move. Do you know one more move is the difference in any sport? A few minutes left, any sport, one more move. And Jesus will come to show you, I got one more move. Listen, I just need you to be patient. Now you come this far, don't you turn back, don't you complain, don't you pout. You've come this far. Yeah. Songwriter said, we come this far by faith. Leaning on, on the Lord, trusting in his holy word. He's never failed me yet. Oh, I wish I had a witness. He's never failed me yet. I've had to wait long. I had to go through some storms. I had to go through some rain. But listen, he's never failed me yet. So, Bishop, what do you want me to do? I'm going through. Just understand this statement. Watch this. You going through, that simply means it's just your turn. I say it's your turn. I said it's your turn. Watch this. And we've got to understand when it's your turn, then just keep turning. Come on, you remember turning, double dutch. You remember turning. You, you, you can't keep doing this. Not no double dutch because at some point you've got to get in. And the problem is we won't do the jumping. And Jesus said it's time for you to do the turning. Your turn going to come. You just wait and keep turning. Because that's what ruin is. It's constantly turning. It's moving. I'm making productivity for other people. And God is allowing you to go through because other people are watching. So it's your turn to turn. And you'll get a chance to jump. All I want you to do, when trouble come in your life, Lord have mercy. When trouble come in your life, get ready. You know that stands when you get ready to jump in? Get ready. See the problem, some of y'all ain't ready to jump in. You over here running your mouth. No, get ready. Because it's your turn and you got to get in there and be ready. Watch this. Because when they're turning, they're turning fast. And then when you get used to it. You... I wish I, I wish I had some double judge. Some, where my double, where my double dutch people? Where my double dutch? See, and 
when I'm good at double dutch is because I've been in it enough. I've been in a lot of rope turning. I've been in a lot of experiences. So I don't just do this. Because what I know is all things work together for the good of they that love the Lord. I can jump with a smile because I've learned it's my turn. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it ain't my time yet. I'm just turning. That's what I want you to know. You turning. Keep turning. Keep turning and get ready. Because somebody else is going to have to turn. And you're going to get a chance to jump. Jesus will always show up. Stop getting mad because you don't have what other people got. Appreciate your progress. Appreciate your progress. Look how good you're doing. Come on, look at all the things that tried to stop you. You still here. Look at all the people that talked about you. Oh, he ain't gonna make it now with all this, with all that. No. Man, I made some progress. And I'm still in process. So he ain't through with me. But then I understand. There's a connection between prayer and practice. Don't just pray about it. Do something about it. Do something about it. They're not in the sea pointing and complaining. They're not even having prayer service. Well, my bishop told me when I'm in trouble to just pray. Well, I don't know what church you go to, but I go to Word Assembly Tracy, and we learn, and we got to keep rowing. Now, you keep praying, I'm rowing. You keep going to deliverance service, I'm rowing. Because one thing I do know, I don't know when he's coming, but I know he is coming. Look at this. Look at this. I'm done. I, I, I hear it calling me. Watch this. Matthew chapter 14. Watch this. This, this uh, 11 o'clock. We done. You ready? You ready? I'm going to see if you can catch it. You ready? This should give you the confidence. Watch what Jesus tells them. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat, verse 22, and go what? Go what? You're missing something. You're missing something. New King James, watch this, watch it, somebody said it, watch this. Here we go, watch this. You're missing it, this the shout, you're missing it. Lady Clark never saw this before. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go what? And go what? That means he coming. Go before me. Go before me. Because the way I travel ain't how you travel. So you need a boat. Mm -hmm. I make the water my carpet. I make the water my escalator. Oh, you do know who I am. I am Jesus. I am the lily of the valley. I am the bright morning star. I am to put the wetness in the water. Come on, I put the moo in the cow, the bark in the dog, the leap in the frog. I put the, come on, I put the ooh in the owl. I am Jesus. He says, you go before me. Watch this. Where? To the other side. Not after me. Go before me. He's going to meet you there. You can't fail. Go before me to the other side. And all I want you to know 
if there's something better on the other side of this. I don't know what you're going through, Father, in the name of Jesus. I don't know what your people are going through. But comfort their hearts as you're comforting mine with the simple fact that we will make it to the other side. That there will be greater after this. There's a blessing after this. The storms will come. It will be unexpected. It will be uncomfortable. The winds will hit against the boat. The waves will beat, but we will make it to the other side. There will be glory after this. There will be a blessing after this. There will be a testimony after this. I said to some brother, you struggling, you doing the very best you can. Man, keep working, keep rowing, keep rowing. You don't have a lot, do the best with what you got. Keep rowing, keep rowing, keep rowing. He sees you, my brother. He sees you, even if she don't appreciate you. He sees you, even if they don't tell you. He sees you, and he's going to come to your rescue because he told you to go out there. He told you to trust him. It looks bad. Yes, it is scary, but trust him. Because he's always on time. Oh, but I don't have enough money and my job is closing. And Trust him because he's always on time. My sister, it's hard. You, you want to be married. You want to be in a good relationship. You want a better job. You want a promotion. You want the marriage to work. You want the relationship. Trust him. Keep rowing. Keep working. Keep putting in the time. Keep sweating. Keep laboring. Because weeping men do it for a night. But joy comes in the morning. Joy is coming. Joy is coming. Joy is coming. Joy is coming. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the people of God. Thank you for teaching us in such a simple way to appreciate our progress in the process. Thank you for showing us there's a powerful connection between prayer and practice. Thank you for reaffirming what we should already know, that you will always show up. Somebody needed that today. Somebody needed to know that even when it's as dark as you shine your brightest. While every head is bowed, every eye is closed. You hear and you don't have a relationship with the Lord.